Hey, it's Rob. If you missed our 17th place roundtable, we had a good one. Chappelle and I got together with Brandon Donlin, Zach Wurtenberger, and Maddie for a very fun podcast talking about week two of Survivor. On Friday night, Taryn had the first BB Can roundtable. Whether you're keeping up with every episode or just want to know what's going on, Taryn, Melissa, and Chappelle have everything from week one of BB Can. And the Amazing Race is back this week. I'll be kicking off the season with Mike and Jess on Thursday. So be on the lookout for that here on RHAP. We know reality TV. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Because Kirsten and Scally, well, they don't know a thing. And the men that they cast on this show are truly a disgrace. So we don't care about the love that might be there. Yeah, we just want to see the drama. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Love Island or Hop Up here on the Hot Dummies on Islands feed. Today, we are talking about Love Island USA season four, week six, part one. As per usual, I'm Kirsten McKinnis, and I'm joined by someone who may or may not be a Dicasso, Brian Scali. How are you? Oh, hello, hello. I'm doing well. I'm excited to put it in A for effort, but F for actual skills. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me too. I feel like, you know, I love having guests. Always great. But it's also nice to just have, you know our time as co-hosts to really bond and um, further that relationship. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was questioning how I could see us moving forward and, you know, but luckily the one-on-one time is proving promise. I I know like other than what you put me through, I really care about you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Anyways, we're we're back. What did you think of these two episodes? Look at us back here. Um, I thought they were interesting. I feel like we finally actually got. Uh, I feel like we almost got more, like Sydney putting Isaiah through uh, even a little bit more here, and like being a little more emotional about it almost than uh, previously. Probably due to like the buildup of things rather than this one thing versus that one thing, but. Um, I enjoyed it. I like getting, um, you know, a little bit more restructuring of these couples, even if I don't know that they're like the most interesting. I'm still happy. And I feel like finally a challenge that we can do on Peacock that we probably couldn't have done on CBS. Yes, absolutely. On the challenge one, for sure. Um, I know. uh I this was just a lot. I don't even know. Like it, it, so much has happened. Stuff happened for sure, but not too bad. Easy to break down. I feel like the episodes were fairly structured um as like, you know, everything related all happened at once, so it should be pretty easy to break down. Yeah, 100%. Um so okay, we drop we finished off last week with Mackenzie walking in on Phoebe and Chad making out. And I just have to say one more time. Why is Mackenzie here? Why did they do this? Like we were like, it was such an exciting premise. And I feel like bringing like in a returning Islander could be so fun. And 
in theory and on paper, Mackenzie would be amazing for that. But I think maybe she has like too much media training now. And mm. also it's just like too close to the end of the season. That's possible. I think that's fair. I don't know when like would be a better time even to bring them in, but uh, I do agree that Mackenzie might be someone with too much media training. I don't really know who would be like the best call because even uh, some of the people that are like a little fresher from season three, a lot of them are on the challenge. So mm-hmm. like they have another show under their belt, but uh, like you said, Mackenzie, great pick on paper. Um, I'm just curious if we were to do this again with another person, if uh, we get the same results of them being like a little too savvy for the producers. Yeah. One is like she's savvy. And then also she's just like not connected with anyone. So I just feel like she doesn't come across well. Yeah. I, I mean, know. for me, I'm still enjoying Mackenzie. Like I would still say that I'm a Mackenzie fan, I guess. Yes. But, I, and I would um, agree with that. I'm not like Mackenzie has to win the season, which, uh, you know, I, I did in season two. She was one of two that I was yes. rooting for. She was definitely up there for season two. I think if anyone on season four was like, yes, this girl who's been there for five minutes needs to win the season, like evaluate your life and your choices. It's still, if someone did not watch season two of Love Island, but has watched season four, I would love to hear your opinion on Mackenzie. Yeah, I would really love to hear that. Please, please uh, tweet <laughs> us at Brian underscore Scally and at Kirsten said what? Please. Yeah. Um. So Phoebe immediately folds and admits that they were kissing, which is like good because it was super obvious. Mm-hmm. Like there was tension when she walked in and it's not as if they were like on top of each other, but it was awkward. And Phoebe like rushes back in to just like completely admit that like obviously we all felt something was off i just wanted to let you know and i think that she probably would have like pulled her aside for a conversation rather than just blurting it out here in front of a couple Mm -hmm. people but uh i think it's the right move for phoebe yeah it was just like a very awkward moment Mm -hmm. and then obviously waste no time pulling joel and just saying like yeah something's off i don't really feel like touching you uh and joel's like yeah that's fine all right moving on that's can you imagine like someone who you thought there might be a romantic spark with and they just say yeah i just never want to touch you (laughs) like that would feel pretty bad like not ideal um i mean the way that she phrased it was basically i'm not feeling like i just like want to be touchy with you and i think less than like a physical attraction or like someone that you might want to sleep with it is just like i don't feel the vibes that were like laying there and i have to like be all over you which i think is more Mm -hmm. of a intimate romantic um thing even more than a physical thing yeah exactly like she's just like i'm i I, i'm not feeling it and he handles it really well and is like yeah well i hope you and chad are happy like for real like good good for you Mm -hmm. yeah Um, so that one's pretty simple i I feel like uh chad and mackenzie probably had the potential to be a little messier but also doesn't go too badly yeah basically um mackenzie brings it up like hey i know that you know courtney and phoebe are both very physical and I'm not that way, but it doesn't mean I don't like you. Um, And then Chad brings it into, yeah, uh, it's fun, but like, I don't know if I see a romantic side here. And then she just instantly agrees. And it's like, oh yeah, I can't imagine being coupled with anyone else, but yeah, it's not romantic. And it's like, you didn't really lead into it. If you thought you were just, (laughs) the thing is that I think Mackenzie probably like, 
not necessarily probably, but I can see a world in which Mackenzie does feel this way, but knows she doesn't have any other like options and has to leave this door open. So it doesn't really make sense to go into the conversation and be like, let's friend zone this. But um, as soon as he's starting that conversation, you feel like, oh, good. I actually was feeling this whole way, too. But because of the way that she opened the conversation, it comes off like she is protecting her ego and reputation. Yes. And, like, it could be either. We obviously have no idea. For sure. And, I mean, it could be both. Like, she yeah, could, it, you know. true. Very true. Not feel things, uh, but just be uh, protecting her reputation at the same time. So. Yeah, absolutely. Is what it is. Um, the hideaway opens and they send Jesse and Deb, who, I mean, did they need the hideaway? <laughs> did you think it was going to be Jesse and Deb? I mean, I think like when you look at the couples, I feel like it would maybe make a little bit more sense to send Nadja and Jeff. That's who I thought it was going to be. Um, just because I feel like, I don't know. But then Jesse and Deb have been together from the very beginning and they're really working on things. So I can understand why they would like be voted in by the other Islanders. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like Jeff and Nadja would have made better use of the alone time. <laughs> what could you be talking about? Um, I feel like. <laughs> we'll get like... to that in the Tuesday episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like my first reaction was, why are we sending Jesse and Deb? Like, they're not going to take advantage of this, where Jeff and Naja are more likely to. And they also do think, seem uh, probably further along in their connection, despite having much less time. Um, but then I did consider the fact that Jesse is has a very tough time with PDA. And even though it's still going to be in front of, uh, you know, an entire viewing audience, it's not in the same room as a million people. And so maybe this will help them get on a deeper level, both in conversation and physically. Yes. Um, and listen, they played some patty cake. <laughs> I died. <laughs> like... I <laughs> when they had joked earlier in the season like how many puzzles did you do in there it's like oh no they're literally playing games <laughs> like, they would like if there games. was a thousand piece puzzle they would have done it <laughs> at like, least one <laughs> at least yeah um and it's like and again this is i'm not knocking jesse or deb like i don't dislike them i just think they're not dating they're just See, friends I don't feel that anymore. I feel like maybe one day, like, you know, the uh, tiny little spark that they have may fade or like that could hold forever. Who knows? You know, the candle burns slowly and, uh, you know, for a long time because it is able to make the wax last a lot longer. Um, I feel oh, like Lord. they come off very much as friends i agree but that could be a very good relationship dynamic like there's so many couples i know that are like absolutely best friends like you talk about one you talk about the other they're together all the time like i associate them all the time yeah i would say they usually have a little bit more of a romantic spark even publicly um but i can still see it i just and i know I, i've said it a thousand times they could be together 80 years <laughs> One day they will look down at their sleeping partner and be like, we're just friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and there's I nothing mean, wrong with friends with who you're dating. I think it's very important to actually to be friends with who you're dating. Uh, 
<laughs> Ideally, just, though, right? I just don't. I don't know. I just don't see it. And maybe it'll be completely different when they're out of the villa and they're like all over each other. I don't know. Well, if they make it to 80 years and are still referring to each other as their sleeping partner, I do think that that's probably a problem. But They will have separate beds. <laughs> I could actually see them having separate beds. And you know what? That works for some people. And you know, there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, if you don't sleep well in the same bed with someone, don't have separate beds. I personally could never have a separate bed situation. I would be so upset. But many people would prefer it. So I don't know. I mean, yes, they're playing patty cake, but then that also does lead to kissing, which is just the weirdest progression of like activities ever. But um, I don't know. We flash forward to bedtime and there's definitely movement happening under these covers, Uh, not to fully analyze. But when Deb and Jesse are, you know, essentially in the confessional being like second base, we went exactly to second base and that's it. Um, I was not sure. Or like they lying and covering up that they went further or uh just being explicitly clear of how far they went can i be reminded of what the bases mean again okay well i mean usually gonna go with uh making out hand stuff and then (laughs) mouth stuff and then uh further oh got it got it got it (laughs) so they could have simply gone to second base it's possible i'm not gonna be uh you know saying it's absolutely not the case i think i probably was more sure about timmy and zita doing things outside than i necessarily would be about uh jesse and deb rounding home Mm -hmm. here yes uh, and we know now that it didn't happen so yeah it just looked like an enthusiastic second base We love an enthusiastic second base here on the Good Hot on Islands feed. Yes, like <laughs> Mazel, enjoy, have fun. Um, uh, the next day we find out that Chad asked Phoebe to sleep on the daybed, but she said no because he has to work harder than that to sleep with her. And I'm like, Phoebe, your days are numbered. Like, girl, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, you know, I feel like probably a good move. Also, Phoebe has really just been from like couple to couple and i'm not saying that in a bad way i think it's exactly what she should be doing she's a great player Um, yeah it's like she's playing the game and also like if you find multiple different connections especially if they only last like three days i don't feel like you should you know be grieving the past coupling by any means so absolutely uh, not you know just like you jump when you gotta jump so i think that for phoebe it makes perfect sense for me that they are not going to jump to the daybed just yet but I do I, see sparks. I, yeah, I, I do think they have a good connection. I just think like from a game perspective, she probably should have started sleeping in the day bed right away with Chad. I'm starting to question if anyone actually is coming in here. So I don't know if Phoebe needs to play that game. Well, but that's the thing. I don't think anyone's coming in, but I think for America, she might need <laughs> to play that game. <laughs> I think Phoebe knows she's not winning at this point. Like making the finale would be nice. Uh, Mackenzie tells everyone that she and Chad friend zoned each other and this brings about like most of the drama up to the challenge and it's really just like Mackenzie says that Chad like hid how he felt about Phoebe and Phoebe's like no how dare you he didn't hide how he felt about me and I don't understand why this is a conflict I don't understand why either of them are unhappy I I I don't get it Mackenzie, maybe Mackenzie's ego is a little bit bruised here. Like, very explicitly, 
did get uh, friend zoned. And as much as she's trying to claim it was mutual, which it may or may not have have been, uh, it definitely did not come off that way in the conversation. And I'm sure she realizes that on some level. So uh, I think she's still doing a little ego protecting here and maybe a little bit of shit stirring. So um, (laughs) saying, you know, Phoebe, I'm looking out for you. I don't know if it's a hundred percent the motivation. I don't really understand how that's even looking out for her because the result is Chad broke up with you and asked Phoebe to sleep in the day bed. So yeah, I don't really understand how she thinks she's looking out, but then Phoebe gets so upset about it. And I was like, I, I truly do not understand what this conflict is. I'm wondering if, I mean, we've been saying the vibes are off with Mackenzie and the other Islanders. So I don't know if they feel the same. Uh, like, I don't know if it's just a show thing where Mackenzie feels, um, you know, let's say, like, I don't know. I don't want to say like above the experience, but just like it's a different level. Whatever well, that level is, they could be I, even, I, but there's a wall separating. Yeah. I also think Mackenzie came in thinking, well, I've been on this show before. I'm like a veteran. I know what's going on. And, you know, sh- these other people haven't been in like that different of amount of days than how many she was on season two so it's like i don't think that the gulf is as big as she thought it would be and i think she thought that everyone would look to her as like a big sister like love guru like they do with zeta and that's not happening and i don't think she likes Mm. that that's not happening i think she thought she would be like a big character imparting wisdom and then nobody really seems to care about what she has to say that could definitely be possible. My other speculation was maybe they're like she's not getting along with the other Islanders as much. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's them feeling like oh, she's had her chance or her feeling like I know better than you. So maybe yeah. there are other conversations that aren't going as well. And that's what Phoebe is kind of like more annoyed about. Like if she isn't Mackenzie's biggest fan already, then she's more likely to take offense to, you know, a pretty innocuous comment yeah and it seemed like everyone kind of took offense I I really like even when they cleared the air I was like why do you even have to talk about it like I don't understand (laughs) like to me this is not the type of thing like sometimes you have an interpersonal conflict and you have to talk it out and you both have to give your side and you have to really clear the air and move forward sometimes you just pretend it didn't happen yeah I, I think that was probably the move but for Phoebe I get like questioning it and or just like making a comment like "Mm, feels like it's none of your concern because i do agree why would he tell Mackenzie? yes i'm not feeling you but i just am so enamored with phoebe like that he wouldn't do that that doesn't make any sense regardless of how he's feeling so i think phoebe is right here if and if that was what he said then Mackenzie would be sitting here like wow it was so rude of him to shut me down like that. Like, I, I don't really understand what she's looking for here. Yeah, exactly. But then Mackenzie's like, uh, I don't remember the exact verbiage that she used or how she phrases it, but basically she feels like Phoebe is attacking her now. And I was like, all right, let's calm down. Yeah, like, okay, chill out. And then even Phoebe's like, well, like, you're not listening to what I have to say. Like, if I'm listening to you, you have to listen to me. And I'm like, why is Phoebe the more mature one here? (laughs) Like, yeah, I don't know. Listen, I like the like, I like Phoebe and I like Mackenzie. So I, I don't like them being at odds. Did realize actually the one thing we did miss was the way that Jesse described what happened in the hideaway is uh 
contradicting the bases to my understanding. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even clock that on the show. Um <laughs> my these the notes here are uh indicating that Jesse was eating a box in a, the hideaway. A, a random box that he found in the hideaway. That's um, like so random. I just also feel like um Please don't refer to anything on me as random. Um, <laughs> like that feels uh, rude. So yeah, uh, if you're dating ideal. someone, maybe don't call their box random. <laughs> so not ideal. Um, but who knows? Maybe there's a miscommunication in the bases. Maybe they think mouth and hands go together. Yeah. Who knows? From a technical perspective, it's not a problem, you know? Um, but yes, okay, so they do the classic challenge of reading tweets, and you have to guess who they're about. Um, let's insert drama into the end of Love Island challenge. <laughs> I like that you renamed it. Not let's face it, it's let's insert drama. Um, I think that's I mean, right. <laughs> that's what it is. Like, don't act like producers aren't writing half these tweets. Oh, 100%. I mean, I have been to a recording of an after show for one show at least and can very much say that given the timeline of the filming being weeks ahead of the episode that was uh, later airing, I can almost with all certainty say that like these are all made up Twitter accounts. I, I maybe not the case on Love Island where like this Listen, is filming in the real time. I just searched for a tweet and there is no result for the tweet. <laughs> so let me just but let let me just keep searching for them. Yeah, I was gonna take down the Twitter handles, but ultimately did not do it. I know that very often it, like literally every single question from that recording was just like you know xyz on twitter ask and it's like that's not a real account that doesn't exist <laughs> okay thanks or they have like you know some intern tweeting from it three weeks early yeah well not one of these tweets so far <laughs> has been a real tweet so you know that ha well are you deleting the quotations because that's the only thing i could also think of but well you um, have to use the quotations to make sure that to, it will search like the whole phrase but I've done them with and without, so okay. well, it doesn't. Things happen, you know. For me, ultimately, whatever we can manipulate this. I do also like on the UK. I think because Love Island gets more attention in the UK, they've mm -hmm. actually done it where they're reading headlines, and I feel like that's way juicier. But I just don't think mm -hmm. Love Island US is making headlines, so that's a problem because. Any random tweet, I can very much, like, if I'm in the villa, right off to, there is literally someone who's going to say every single possible thing. Like, every combinations of words is out there on Twitter, except the ones that the producers have inserted here in the challenge. No, no, Scally. <laughs> if somebody is saying something mean, that's the only opinion about your couple, and it represents what <laughs> we're seeing that they're not seeing. It is, yeah. <laughs> like, basically journalism. So you can write it off pretty easily, but if it's a headline, I feel like that is much more indicative of what the public is speaking to as a whole. I would say in general, the tweets probably are close to what the public is thinking, but not every one of these. Well, and in the UK, they can use actual tweets from real accounts uh, mm -hmm. because people are tweeting about the show more. 
uh, people are tweeting about the show and I think that they very easily could find them. Just don't feel like combing through thousands of tweets, which is fair. Very fair. But it is less than UK. But uh, well, right. I mean, you know, <laughs> a unfair comparison to basically any reality show. Yeah, you're true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, For any of these tweets, which ones did you think were the most interesting? Ooh, um, let's see. So obviously there's the one we're going to spend the most time on, but I was kind of curious about the Naja is faking it for Jeff and she's playing him for a fool because I mean, we've talked about this has developed very quickly. Uh, I would say develops even more in this batch of episodes mm-hmm. uh, to you know, quite the extent, but I don't know if I agree that she's playing him either. I, I don't think she's playing him. I think that they were in a very tenuous position at the start of Casa Amor, and it made it a little bit harder for them to come back together. But they seem very genuinely happy to get like even scenes where they're just like being goofy, like at nighttime. Um, I, I really do read it as genuine. I think it is genuine. I think that there is the world in which they get out of the villa and be like, whew, I was really swept up in there and don't know what I was mm-hmm. talking about. Um, but I'm not even saying that I'm betting on that. It's just, I think there is a world. So, uh, but those are the two options for me. Not that she yeah. is like, you know, master manipulating him by any means. No, absolutely not. And I also think like pretty much any couple could get out and be like, wow, we really got swept away. Exactly. I do think that that's definitely a possibility. It's just with them being so quick and so intense in their emotions, uh, it, you know, jumps out to me only a slightly more. Yes, 100%. I agree with that. I really liked the finally catching up on Love Island USA. And it looks like Joel and Mackenzie are giving peanut butter and jelly vibes. For show a perfect match. Yeah, that's like <laughs> Gen X producer trying to write like a Gen Z viewer. <laughs> like it no one says for show anymore. <laughs> like literally, it's like, hmm, how do I sound young and hip and also put into the show that we want Joel and Mackenzie together because he looks like Connor? <laughs> well, just like there's no one else available. Mackenzie, stay on the show. <laughs> so um, I feel like, yeah, they're definitely trying to implant that into their heads and doesn't seem super successful. Well, it's like, I guess what? Maybe you should have put Mackenzie in earlier. Maybe at Casa Amor. I don't know. I feel like putting her in at Casa Amor is such a weird time. Maybe like one before Casa Amor? Yeah, one before or like one after. They just yeah. brought her in so close to the end. It's like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you do before, then at least she's able to mingle with like all six guys that are there. Yeah, you're uh, right. You know, versus like always after Casa Amor. It's like it's slim pickings for anybody, um, let alone a strong personality like Mackenzie, who is probably only going to like maybe one person and uh, only liked by so many as well. Well, yeah, she wasn't really well liked by the Islanders her season either. Hey, uh, yeah, it was very specifically Connor and then like one other person that came in like other people were slightly interested but she wasn't exactly you know like uh, like even friendship vibes i feel like people were like just not clicking with her yeah no I, she's definitely super close with the women from that season i think she is now but i don't know that she was in was she i don't remember i think she was yeah i do think she was hmm. 
Maybe I'm just remembering like the audience not liking her. I definitely think that is uh, coloring your perception yeah. because I think the women on the cast as a whole were very close. I don't know if she was as close considering that she probably spent so much time with Connor, but no need to rehash season two in full detail. Oh, really? You don't want to do a full season two rewatch? If this was season three, I would jump at the opportunity. But yeah, you're right. Season four is good. You're right. You're right. <laughs> um, a few come up about Sydney and Isaiah, and I'm like, yes, get them, get the drama back going, please. Yeah, there was just stuff that was unsaid, and the one that ultimately does come up about comparing sydney and phoebe's looks was something that as we were watching it on the show stood out to me immediately it's like this is going to be really bad when this comes out so whether that be through a challenge through an islander that comes in whatever the case may be i like had this flagged in my brain since then so for every person who entered the villa after this point to be like i don't even remember this it's like really because it jumped it was, out for me. Like, yeah, to me as well. I was like, this is the type of thing that you just don't say and you probably shouldn't even be thinking it. Well, the um, thing is that to be fair to Isaiah, he didn't say it. Um, what happened was, I believe it was Timmy who was like, so like look-wise, they're on an even playing field, or for Phoebe, and Isaiah gave him like a look. So no, but I, I remember um, Isaiah specifically being like, oh, and Phoebe, she's just so natural and yes. she's such a natural beauty. So like. That for sure. I, I think that that was probably expanding off of like what was already basically said. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, probably felt like, well, I've already done like, you know, as much as already saying it. So may as well just openly discuss this at this point. Um, and like, but that is fair. not should have not done that like i agree like you're on tv i i just don't understand how these people go on tv and are like i can say whatever i want and it will have no ramifications on my future yeah i mean this doesn't surprise me at all i could see literally any person in the cast saying something like this but especially a 21 year old boy so yeah not surprised uh i like and anyone could have said this on the cast and I wouldn't be like, it's over. I hate them. Like, this was stupid and let's learn. <laughs> I would, yeah, I would love for Isaiah to learn. Um, in multiple I, arenas. <laughs> like in a, many arenas. Um, <laughs> Sydney is so upset, obviously, through all of this. And Isaiah really uh, is in his own head, like mad that he got caught. Yeah, I just feel like for him, and he says it basically that he felt like they're in a good spot and this is going to mess it up. And so he's mad at the situation. I definitely never took it to be that he was mad at Sydney. Um, no, neither did I. Um, yeah, but he didn't did, reassure but... <laughs> her at all. So I can kind of understand how she took it that way. Well, yeah, I mean, in this conversation, and I'm sure we'll flag it up through there are many others through the mm-hmm. rest of the episodes. Um, Sydney is always hyping up Isaiah, always comforting him, like always there for him. And he does it when things are bad in like, and she's confronting him, but mm-hmm. I don't really see it on a consistent basis. Otherwise. Well, and he also, Isaiah like learned that when you do something wrong, you have to take accountability for it and say that you're owning it and that you're sorry. But I think he missed the part of, 
what am I going to do moving forward so that this never happens again? Yeah, it would be ideal. Um, yeah, I also feel like the, they are just not in a healthy place. And like from day one, it's been a lot of conflict, a lot of ups and downs, high highs and low lows. And I feel like they're just in a pattern already that is negative. I think they, they I well, would like yeah. them to be apart from each other. <laughs> they can't really get a day or space to really reflect on anything. Like, well, yeah, no, I just like, um, obviously, like how someone's going to be in Love Island is not necessarily how they'll be in like the outside world. As you said, it's an artificial environment. They can't get any mm-hmm. space, whatever. Um, but you can kind of see like when, Isaiah's natural inclination is when he does something that hurts Sydney, he then like does something over the top to like win her back. And it's very like high highs and low lows. And it's like, it's the type of dynamic that just puts your partner on edge so that they're always Mm -hmm. waiting, like A for the other shoe to drop and B for like the next hit of like, love and serotonin and and all of that and it's just like really bad and i know they're super young and i hope that they can figure out how to not have those dynamics but i think once that starts in a relationship it's very hard to like rewrite things for the future where that's not how things are gonna go yeah i think the show actually did a very good job of outlining those problems and mm-hmm. we'll be talking about them in many conversations coming yeah. up Ugh. um because i think that what you said is exactly right where there are multiple instances here where like isaiah you do not need to be worried about uh you know no red flags being a red flag like there are plenty and uh, they really you know show their ass this last couple episodes yeah like i know like and again he's 21 like i'm sure if you looked at me and dating at 21 i'm sure i had so like and i still probably have tons of red like everyone has red flags but like Mm -hmm. i guarantee when i was 21 i probably was like made of red flags and uh (laughs) that doesn't mean that it's like oh i can never then have a successful relationship it just means i had to grow up and learn how to have healthy relationships Hmm. Yeah, this really becomes like the full conversation of the villa, though, where we first get like Phoebe and Naja talking about how um, basically like Phoebe, did you know this or and Phoebe obviously not involved in those conversations. Like she even says, like, those are very clearly boy conversations. I was not ever privy to him talking about Sydney's looks. He w- so. She would have told Sydney that mm-hmm. she told Sydney I- everything. Yeah, I do think that she would have done that. I like that they called Jeff over. <laughs> like, so we know that you were a big Phoebe cheerleader and talking to Isaiah a lot. Did he say anything like this? And I, uh, I love Jeff because <laughs> he does not know what to say. I love Jeff so much, and I do really like like in these la- these few episodes. It really does seem like Phoebe has you know integrated and in with the girls pretty well at this point because she's not super competing with anybody uh and like yeah she and Mackenzie don't get along but it seems like nobody gets along with Mackenzie so that probably also like further ingratiates Phoebe with the girls mm-hmm. I think that she and Naja actually have a pretty good friendship being that the other 
girls in the villa are like the three OGs and Mackenzie. So yeah. it seems like they've connected pretty well. Not that they're not close with the OGs as well, but um, have flagged up a bunch of conversations between them. I just do uh, like though, then when they call over Jeff and Jeff just like goes quiet and they're like, all right, well, we have our answer, but Jeff, not, not leaking this text from the group chat with the boys. Not happening. Listen, he's not a snitch. You can't do it. You can't but do like, it. He also <laughs> didn't lie either. He just said nothing. He was like, there's no way for me to get out of this clean. Mm-hmm. So he's just going to say it wasn't me. Yeah. When they're like, all right, we have our answer. It's like, I might have come up. I don't know. I don't really remember. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> Which like eyewitness testimony is very flawed. Famously. Exactly. And he genuinely might not remember what happened, but I think if he does, he's not saying it anyway. Yeah. Gotta protect your boy. I mean, Isaiah. <laughs> well, the problem was being boys with Isaiah in the first place. <laughs> You're right. You're right. That's the problem. Um, Sydney went to uh, Zita and basically is like, I don't understand why he's getting so mad at me. And Zita's like, wait, what? Like, he was getting mad at you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I very quickly, she like squashes that. Like, no, I don't think he was there getting pissed at you. I think that he was just like mad at the situation. But Sydney like is very insistent. Like, if this did happen, that's like a super low blow. Yeah, and it is. If I ever found out someone was saying something like that about me, like, oof, no, thank you. Yeah, not ideal, not ideal. Like those direct comparisons just uh, are unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely was a focus on last season of Love Island UK as well, where not uh, even comparing looks, but just taught the conversation of uh, women looking natural versus fake and how that is actually really harmful and it is like very much the uh you know results of the media and how the media makes women feel like they need to go out and have these procedures and so you are exacerbating uh like already existing insecurities in women as well so uh the the parallels were jumping up here for sure i really need to go finish love island uk you do (laughs) Oof, when am I going to do that? <laughs> mm. I'm going to have to give up something. Like Maybe sleep? Love Island US in about oh, in a week and a half or so. I guess if I just watched one episode of Love Island UK a day, I would catch up eventually. <laughs> that seems like a solid plan. Okay. Well, maybe we can make this happen. <laughs> um, I also want to queue up here. Zeta over this whole like dramatic stretch also is like very much and I don't know if it's because of like friendships within the villa or if she's like listen we're on TV but she is very much like defending Isaiah and being like no like you guys have such a good thing and I just was like this is (laughs) like you can't really say anything to someone if they're with a boy that's bad and they're like not ready to give it up Um, but also she's just giving like horrible advice yeah so As, like the oldest woman in the villa too i'm like oh uh i don't like how you're giving this advice do you think it changes the advice that she should be giving knowing that they're in the villa nearing the end and like this is a once in a lifetime opportunity or like should she be straight with her like isaiah's trash let's dump him 
I mean, it, when it depends on what perspective you're thinking of, because I think from like a game perspective, it could make. I don't think it's that, though. Like, but I don't think she's doing anything from a game perspective. Yeah. Thank you for I, giving me the chance to clarify that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just like I think on the show, especially on the show, like you still have to live with all of them. It's not like they can just like break up and go. Um, I mean, they could. Well, like They could. But like these are two to. like early 20s, like who are clearly looking to be influencers like they're not leaving mm-hmm. um so I, I i just think that it's it's a really tough situation and as i said like i feel like at the point where you like think someone's boyfriend is trash you can't really tell them because um all it will do is like further isolate them with the trash man because mm-hmm. they're probably not gonna just like be with you and like listen and be like yeah i'm dumping his ass yeah, I think ultimately it's a hard position to be in. Yes. I, I think it's kind of like, let's get to the end of this and figure it out because obviously, like, the damage is done. It sucks that this came out now, but it kind of feels like a part of the problem that was Casa Amor, and you're just finding it out in pieces, which sucks, sure, but you know stuff happened and it was bad there and we've already gotten past that so if this was the only thing that had happened i think i agree with like with zita and everyone else where it's like this sucks and it's not fun and he says something stupid but like hopefully you guys can learn and get past this obviously compounding with everything else i don't think that they're going to work long term and probably should not work long term um but i can get the advice being a little different being that they're in the villa and towards the end of the experience. Yeah. I, it's like, what are, what are you really supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I think it changes um, if they were on the outside, but I, I don't think know. if I, they were on the outside, Sydney would have ghosted him after the first situation. For sure. And I think that like also Zita doesn't know the full extent. So like she knows that, her um tweet was about how she's in first class and timmy isn't good enough for her and her perspective is like well obviously the viewers aren't seeing everything and timmy's great and so i'm sure that people feel like there is an element of truth and of uh you know falsehoods in Mm -hmm. most of these and so without seeing it herself i don't blame her so yeah it's not like she watched the footage Mm-hmm. in like this or any of the incidents so i, I, I think suppose, that i don't also know it just rubbed things. me the wrong way but again it is i'm someone who has seen it so you're for right. sure yeah you're talking I, I me whole... down scally you're talking <laughs> me down i think there's a whole lot of factors that go into it here but also like if you include all those factors and then even talk to me it, like even as i've said before where i can see like two garbage humans and then they start flirting and I'm like, Oh, love. So <laughs> like, um, yeah, you want your friend to want someone better. And if there was a better option, you know, earlier in the season, maybe we would have had different advice coming on, but there's no better option right now. And love is fun. Okay. But this is not love. I don't it's care not. what Isaiah says. I don't it's care not. what he says. He's the bullshit. <laughs> um, there is they also have like the group chat where Mackenzie's like I don't remember that happening mm-hmm. yeah I she does a good job here she does get into basically how this is something that you shouldn't talk about when you're saying that um, like women's looks are unnatural it like feels derogatory and uh, just like it kind of explaining a little bit to Isaiah 
where he then does counter that with like, but I tell her that she's beautiful 50 times a day. It's like, it doesn't matter how many times you're like doing good things. If you screw up and it's bad enough, then like, that's the one. Yeah, exactly. It's like you, you didn't say Sydney's ugly. You said something that's going to further feed into insecurities of a very young woman. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's far more insidious than if he had just been like, I think Sydney's ugly. Yeah. So I don't know. And he views it obviously as like what I said was not as harsh as that, but it's going to probably have a deeper effect. Yeah. Well, and he also, you know, he's 21 from the Midwest. Is he from a major metropolitan area? That I don't remember. That I, do I have no idea. So like I also I don't, don't trust know. where they always like list them as from. Sometimes it's like the bigger city and some place it's like a place that they just moved to or something like that. Yeah, so. or yeah, you're right. So no idea what his like life experience or exposure is. So mm-hmm. hard to really know where he's coming from. Yeah. So I think what Mackenzie was providing like a good perspective here though. Yeah. And also points out like Sydney was backing you up and like defending you. And when things were there to hurt Sydney, you were concerned only with yourself. So I do like that she called him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree. And Mackenzie was someone that people, I, I don't even know if it was that they believed it was the case or they only didn't want to hurt Sydney's feelings, but a lot of people answered Mackenzie and Phoebe for that question. Mm-hmm. So I think people were, you know, basically saying, making a comment on Mackenzie's looks by answering her for that question as well. Yeah. And and Mackenzie really took it on the chin. Like, what? You don't think I look natural? Um, mm-hmm. Cause but, I'm sure she's heard it before having been on a televised, you know, a nationally televised yeah. or internationally televised TV I, show at this point. And it's like, it's that kind of stuff is going to stick with you though. Mm-hmm. So it, it does seem like Mackenzie has built up a little bit of a tougher skin having been through this before, but still not fun. Yeah, not fun. Not nice. And basically everyone's just like, yeah, um, I feel bad for Isaiah. I feel bad for Sydney. Oh, they like each other so much. I'm like, do they? Because in my experience, people who like each other don't treat each other like this. I love Nadja being like, Jeff says, I feel bad for Isaiah. Uh, like, look at him over there. And I was just like, I don't feel bad for him. I feel bad for Sydney. Like, yes, that's the correct move. Uh, you know. Because it's like, if Isaiah really felt remorse for saying it, like it would be a different thing, but he's mad he got caught. And the conversation with Mackenzie illustrates that he doesn't even really know what he did wrong. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he learns. And I think yes. that, like, in the conversations, like, he does feel bad for how he made her feel and stuff like that, but doesn't know why what he said is bad necessarily or like as bad as it is. Yeah. And it's also the thing where it's like, okay, well, he's like kind of getting there with like, yeah, I own it. And I'm sorry, but he's he's not doing the next steps of like, and here's how I will make sure that you never feel this way again. Agreed. Agreed. So obviously that's that for the Sunday episode. We end up just leading into Tuesday where Isaiah pulls Sydney to talk on the balcony, like up at the treehouse. What do you think of the conversation? I it really just broke my heart mm-hmm. like it's like Sydney is crying upset she says I don't know how we go forward from here like 
is this a bump in a bumpy road or is this going to send us over the rail? Like really talking about how much he hurt her and it, how much it turns her off that he was comparing them. And I just like my heart broke for Sydney here. Mm-hmm. It just, this is a conversation where I saw like a lot of the red flags and in terms of just him not knowing really how to communicate it or take responsibility for it where he's just like well i would never compare you and she immediately calls out correctly like well you did like you did do that and like it's just a spur of the moment thing like that's not an excuse we don't get to do it like that so um, it's just locker room talk yeah so not great um and then very clearly at by the end of this conversation where Isaiah sheds like, sheds like a single tear versus you know, Sydney's mm-hmm. like, you know, bawling over the villa for the course of how many days now yeah. or, you know, since Casa Amor, Isaiah said, sheds one tear and she's like, do you need a hug? Do you want me to make you feel better? And it's like, we're falling back into that same pattern. Yeah, it's just like, uh, and I'm like, what's he upset? He's upset because he's not getting his way. I don't know. I think that he does genuinely feel bad that he hurt her. And like I said, I don't think that he completely understands the whole situation, but I mm-hmm. think that he gets, she's hurt. I screwed up and that sucks. Like I had accepted that I hurt her and like made efforts to fix that. And obviously he is mad at the situation but still can also have empathy for how she's feeling at the same time which is the correct response and should have been somewhere he arrived earlier yeah but he also just like i don't know like she instantly is like what can i do how can i make you feel better and like he doesn't even ask really like what can i do to help make you feel better like what how can i make this up to you like I, I don't know. I mm, the the empathy. I'm not seeing it. Well, I don't think that's necessarily down to him not caring, and is more down to Sydney being much, much, much more like emotionally aware and intelligent than Isaiah, and especially like at 22, I feel like Sydney's super mature um, for what I expected. So, mm-hmm. uh, like, there are still parts where like the 22 jumps out, but. Um, I think that it is a stark contrast comparing Isaiah and Sydney's like emotional maturity. Yeah. I just don't have the patience for it. Figure it out, buddy. <laughs> like you, you want to date her, figure it out. Like actually sure. show how much you care about her and figure out how to make her feel better. I don't know. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm done with Isaiah. Yeah. Like, I've been done with Isaiah, but I really didn't like how he acted in these two episodes. No, and neither did I. I'm just trying to like actually observe like the thought process. And like, even if I don't like it, that is how I feel like it was uh, developing. Yeah, I just, uh, I, I think it's just too little too late. <laughs> But yeah, and they and it's a lot of conversation of like still like Timmy and Zita talk about like them mm-hmm. as well. And like the as Zita says, I say, I hasn't learned the power of words, which I think really resonated with me. I would agree. Um, but then it, don't worry. It moves on to Jesse and Deb because Jesse needs to make sure that Deb feels OK and knows that he's attracted to her. 
Aww. I don't know. I'm liking them more than you, and I know that's this the was case, cute. I like them a lot. Like, I don't sure. not like them. I, I like them as a couple more than you. Don't. I just think there's something off. That's fine. I am going to put a little bit of stock in them at least. And so I was happy to see this um, conversation. I think Deb for like really accepting a lot of what people write online uh, as far as conspiracy theories is very quick to brush off uh, quick comments made online in terms of their relationship. Listen, haters gonna hate, potatoes gonna potate. (laughs) What a quote from Deb. I mean, I feel like I've I saw that on like a T-shirt in like 2007. That sounds about right. Um, <laughs> and also sounds about right for Deb's sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Phoebe and Chad check in uh, and they just are vibing. They're both really talented with words. Mm-hmm. Have we seen that from Chad? I mean, have we seen it from Phoebe? <laughs> like, I mean, we've at least seen Phoebe talk. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm not, that's not me doubting either of their intelligence at all. I just don't think it's something that I get and get a accurate vibe from the show on. So, um, like, sure, they both seem fine. They both seem smart. Um, but, you know, good on Phoebe for having a 4.0 at like a very solid school, having aspirations to go to Harvard. Like, that's super impressive. Uh, what? Like it's hard. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a legally blonde reference for anyone who doesn't know. Obviously, mm, gotta let them know. I'm sure uh, Phoebe would not have caught it. She doesn't know anything about the 2000s. She was born in the 21st century. <laughs> so was legally blonde. Also born in the 21st century. There so. we go. Listen, if she doesn't know, she should know. Uh, she would love it. It's a great, great film. That's true. Um, when it gets to nighttime, uh, Sydney says she doesn't know if they're gonna cuddle, but she doesn't want to sleep alone. And then they do cuddle, and we get Isaiah like whispering to Sydney that he has never had the strong of feelings for someone ever. Yeah, let's put a pin in that. We'll get to more of that later. <laughs> yeah, he also um, in the argument that we that we were talking about before, we didn't mention, but he says like, "Oh, I haven't felt." anything for someone like you like how i feel for you in through like even like three like in three years which i guess is when he had an ex when he was 18 um and and so this is just like an escalation of that mm-hmm. just queuing up for, okay. for the future for sure for sure um it's Mackenzie's birthday it is yeah look at Mackenzie actually making it to her birthday on this season even though she did start considerably later than the last time she was on well I also think last time didn't it start in September last time so it would have been Mm. after her birthday you know that dates and timelines are not my strength USA season I would believe it um I remember it, the date was definitely thrown off. Yeah, it was. Everything was. We didn't think we were going to get it. Yeah. Episode one came out actually August 24th. So it would have started like right after her birthday. Yeah, she was in sequester. She was in sequester. Aww. Aww. So cute. Oh, well. She made it to her birthday. No one can kick her out. It's her birth month. <laughs> yeah. Keep the show going just for Mackenzie's birth month. Yeah. <laughs> um, Isaiah brings Sydney a coffee, and everyone's like, that coffee looks so good. 
See, where I was like, there is one shot of whipped cream where Sydney, you should have brought her the coffee and the can of whipped cream. I, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I mean, maybe for them that looks like a good coffee, but that doesn't look like the coffee Sydney enjoys. Yeah, Sydney likes a cup of whipped cream with a side of coffee. Just a single espresso shot in her pup cup. <laughs> so uh, he does correct that later, though, in the episode. Yeah, don't don't worry. He was saving the whipped cream. They were ra- he was rationing it. So um, you know, a, a good effort. But I'm also like, when <laughs> this is the effort that guys are making on Love Island US, I'm like, this is the standard on UK. Make them their breakfast. I'm I'm like that. Like that's like the absolute bare minimum. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like the bar is in hell. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, who knows? Maybe U.S. doesn't show it. Maybe U.S. uh, doesn't provide them with quite as much from breakfast. But who knows? I don't know. I feel like if it was happening, they would show it because it's a way to endear us to the men more. Yeah. And we could use it for some of them. (laughs) Listen, especially Isaiah. Uh, particularly yeah but I, I i just remember that when chaz made serenity breakfast it was like nobody else in the villa does this so mm-hmm. even if some have fair. started doing it it's not their natural inclination yeah so here's what it is um isaiah tells jeff that he took responsibility last night sure <laughs> like i don't know if i can like i feel like he took his version of responsibility yes he did isaiah did his version of the right thing you're right (laughs) so i don't know hopefully when they get out of the villa and see everything there's probably going to be another conversation let's face it but there's uh, going to be a hundred more conversations they will never stop having to have these kinds of conversations as long as they're in each other's lives would agree based on actions outside of the villa i mean that they're probably gonna have to you know rehash the villa one last time oh yes at least at least once (laughs) and honestly like even if they could work through it i feel like this is the type of shit this gets brought up till the day you die yeah like you end up happy and then it's like you get in a fight in 10 years and it's like also remember that time you said I wasn't a natural beauty. Mm-hmm. The problem is I could see them just staying together for a while just like being toxic for that whole time. Yeah I, I definitely can see them having a, a toxic stretch and I would guess there would be at least one TMZ article oh, no. about something oh, that happens. Oh, like God. I don't know like maybe like a public fight or like something like I'm, I am I don't mean like criminal by any means. I'm going to go with um, a staged photo shoot. That's what I'm. Well, that's. Do. Yeah. OK. We know that's <laughs> happening. Come on. <laughs> that's that's the one. Nothing else. They will definitely have that. But they could very well have uh, some negative press just from <laughs> like someone finds out that they're not happy or whatever. Mm, it's realistically, it's something isaiah posts on tiktok that's gets picked oh up. lord you're right you are absolutely <laughs> right about that one <laughs> so we'll see what happens maybe they should ban tiktok <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just ban isaiah's phone that seems fair because why should i lose my for you page <laughs> um jeff uh, and not jeff a little moment we're not just trying to teach uh jeff some spanish yeah, this was cute. I always find uh, just like, again, any level of effort, very cute, especially learning another language is very difficult. Um, yeah, that's the, a big, a big sign of like, I really like you. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that Jeff, you know, as he talks about in this conversation, is looking at the long term. And that's something that is going to make their life probably a lot easier in the he long term. He says he wants to change her last name and can see himself marrying her. Was wild. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, what? My God, Jeff. Again, as I said last time, there is the potential for this to give me cringe, but I actually didn't this time with Jeff. Ooh. I was like, oh, you know what? I believe it. And not that I didn't believe it last time, but I just was like, we're moving a little fast. And I guess since then I've had time to sit with it. And now I'm looking at them like they're an old married couple. They definitely are (laughs) moving fast. It's fast, but like I, we always said, even before he was with Nadja, it was like, all right, Timmy and Zita are winning unless Jeff pulls on like a fast push at the end with somebody and didn't know who that was going to be with. but. Here we Listen, are. And turns out it's Nadja. And like, I wouldn't be mad. I love Timmy and Zita. Ooh. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I, them not winning would be quite a blow. I don't see a world in which it happens, but just like put either of those two couples on a random Love Island season and I'd be very happy with them winning. Absolutely. With if like, either and- one of them could have won last season instead, that would have been great for me. <laughs> it's really almost any other couples here. I mean, yeah, honestly, uh, <laughs> Phoebe and Joel, Mackenzie and Chad, like, oh god, maybe not Sydney and Isaiah. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But uh. other than that, oh man, um, Sydney and Isaiah talk again, and uh, it really just culminates in Sydney being like, "I care about you. Stop hurting me." Which again, like, oh, oh my god. Mm-hmm. And she's even like rationalizing it out loud where it's like, maybe we're going through so much so that we'll be stronger on the outside. It's like, no, like maybe, but also let's not rationalize problems that way. I saw a tweet today that was like growth. Like the best part of growth is realizing that your ex-boyfriend was a loser. (laughs) And I can't wait for Sydney to reach that level of enlightenment. Yeah, I think that will be a very public moment. So can we? Oh, yes. There will be mess. I can challenge USA 2 is calling for that. Oh, please. Yeah, they're both they're both going to be there. Realistically. I mean, is it approved for another season? Uh, I haven't heard an official renewal, well, but, but I can't imagine it getting here. Will they take Love Island because it's from Peacock or do we need oh, actual challenge no. to take them? Oh, you're right. Maybe X on the Beach is where they ultimately end up, unfortunately. But would love to see them on the main challenge if we can't do usa listen i want them on the challenge sydney Uh, especially oh my god (laughs) sydney would beat girls up (laughs) sydney would beat girls up i really believe like i i don't get the sense that she like works out a lot but i feel like if she was going on the challenge she would train for it and she like Mm -hmm. sydney in a hall brawl against like anyone yeah Watch out, like, CT. I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, I want to see Sydney punch Nani in the face. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not rooting for that. But and it's not know. even like I, like I like Nani. I just think that that's <laughs> chill. Like, oh my God. You just put a death wish on Nani. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. One punch and she's dead. <laughs> she might. <laughs> nah, Nani's tough. Come on. She's small. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, every time I think of Nani, I just think of her with her instant noodle. Oh, the best fight. Oh, <laughs> great moment. 
Truly. Okay. Um, so they go to the challenge for this episode, which is peacocking, which is where the girls are sculpting what they think their partner's penis looks like. And then the boys sculpt what they think their own penis looks like. And then they compare and see who's like, which couple is on the same page about the size of the man's penis. I love that when we found out this was moving to Peacock, I literally was like, they could do like this challenge and then they do this challenge. <laughs> like, good job, Peacock. We really got it sorted out. Listen, Peacock understood the assignment. Give them every reality show. I'm begging. It's true. We're in the old school Love Island days. Like, I don't even know if Love Island UK would do this these days. So glad that Peacock brought back a classic. Truly an iconic moment. So, um, we find out Zeta has not felt Timmy's uh, because he's like, it's listen, if you're going to get me going, like, I want to go. <laughs> yeah, he said he's protecting it. But you know what? Like, at least he like is self-aware enough to be like, I know that I'll push for something that Zeta doesn't want to do right now. So, like, we're just going to avoid it so that it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. I do like that he is respecting her own ba- her boundaries by putting up his own. Yeah, exactly. Love to see it. Um, Sydney is going to give Isaiah a micro penis because she's mad at him. You know what? <laughs> yeah, it is petty, but. Listen, this made me laugh so hard. <laughs> but she doesn't go um, through with it. We get like, uh, nausea is like, really like, don't worry. I've like felt it. I know what's going on. And then Deb is like, mm, I like to think it's like big. <laughs> okay, Deb. I mean, we're talking about second base. I think that she has the most recent experience. I mean, presumably, Nodges wasn't in the hideaway, so who knows when they've been hooking up? Mm. Could be every night. It week. could be. Um, when the boys make their own, um, <laughs> yes, he makes his like <laughs> very curved to the point that I don't think intercourse would be possible. Yeah, that is a full circle, my guy. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> uh, he's like, I gotta show where I get my nickname from, and I was like, is your nickname practically deformed? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Swerve, which you know what? Uh, I feel like this being the origin of a nickname seems to be very common for reality TV stars. Listen, if you're trying to swerve ladies, having a penis that's not functional would work great. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He demonstrated, uh, you know. Yeah, after he he unfurled it. (laughs) (laughs) Unfurled. the clay one not like his actual penis (laughs) okay uh, I'm sorry I don't know that anyone was actually confused well I don't know you seemed horrified yeah podcast only listeners really were getting some images in their head oh man Um, Jesse says was it Jesse or Jeff that said I would suck my own dick if I could so they kept showing Jesse but then I thought someone said Jeff so it was a little confusing but um, I believe it was Jesse yeah they were showing Jesse but someone did say Jeff so I was like wait a second who actually mm-hmm. said that Um, Jesse makes his um very small because he doesn't want to set false expectations of what he's packing which I think well, making it purposefully small is setting false expectations if it's I not can- actually 
see why he would have problems with his aspiration if he is being true to size here. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, Chad makes um, a very disturbing sculpture. Yeah, Chad tries to give himself a nickname as well. (laughs) Chad, Chode. (laughs) It's not far off. Like, oh, we can say that on Peacock. Good to know. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Which I loved Phoebe's reaction to like people were like oh <laughs> when it gets uncovered that's what that's exactly what I did while he was making it I was like oh <laughs> and then Joel's an artist <laughs> yeah Joel um has done this before I, I think. was gonna say that like Joel did Joel take a mold <laughs> <laughs> literally I was just gonna say that <laughs> like why is this a photorealistic I was like why does it have veins it looks more lifelike than a real one <laughs> I was like listen he's gonna like has he made like the sex toy mold of his penis before like <laughs> that man knows his dimensions like he was like listen I've done welding like I am a craftsman and I was like but no seriously what kind of welding is this what are yeah what are you what, like what is he making what is he doing in his welding shop <laughs> because you know what? he made a perfect anatomical model of his own penis yeah it was well made <laughs> i was like this is art honestly like you could stick that on one of the like any statue and it would look like just like a classic you know if- I walked into a gallery and that was on a stand. I'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, yeah. This fits in. Someone did this and it's worth money. It's like this penis sculpture sells for four and a half million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're really bigging Joel up then. <laughs> well, listen, we don't we don't know that this is actually what his penis is like. Yeah. So. For the record. So. And it was about the realism. That it was. Listen. <laughs> Um, I loved when they uh were comparing, and Deb and Jesse opened it up, and Deb's like, "I thought we were taking this seriously." <laughs> yeah, Deb for once decides to take something seriously, and there we go. But you know what? Jesse said he did not want to set up false expectations, and so he would rather people be surprised. I guess. I mean. I it anything would be a surprise, I guess, <laughs> at this point. Um, Jeff and Naja win because they're like practically identical. Yeah, very similar, <laughs> like in every way. Like the girth, the length, the balls. Uh, they really matched up, and uh, they say it's accurate, and not just like I've seen it. Yeah. Good Just for you. Good for them. Yeah. Well, I, I believe it. I believe the connection where all boundaries Listen, are coming the, down. The way the relationship is progressing is making more sense. Okay. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh God. What is impressed literally- and she said I will change my last name. She was like, I'm ready. I'm like <laughs> um, I've been convinced. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this is this podcast gonna ruin our lives? No, that feels fine. I feel like we've both done worse. 
You're right. I need to erase every podcast from the internet. <laughs> um, so in the evening, they're like getting ready for the night, but Isaiah has a secret plan. Mm, and as soon as this happened, I was like, too soon. Too soon. Let's abort. <laughs> we don't I was like, no, what are you doing? Like, this roller coaster of emotions is sick. Mm-hmm. I think that, so in case anybody did not watch, Isaiah says basically to Jesse and Timmy, he is going to ask Sydney to be his girlfriend tonight. And I think if we had gotten a few more days away from the incident, like, you know, the like countdown, <laughs> like Isaiah and Sydney, three days since our last fight, <laughs> like, let's get to, you know, past day zero. Yeah, and then like this I would might love be a little better for the sign to say more than zero days since Isaiah made Sydney cry. Yeah, if you can count the number of days on one hand, I feel like we should maybe wait. <laughs> yeah, maybe some bonding. So I don't know. Even like one more day would have made this better for me. Uh, I feel like there is a natural reaction when I don't know. Well, I guess natural, but uh, there is a reaction that. I think many people feel to do a big gesture in order to make up for a wrong that you Mm -hmm. have committed. And in terms of a relationship, it generally just feels like that gesture will now forever be tied to the problem that you Mm -hmm. created. And that's going to create issues down the line and like bad feelings when remembering it anyway. But then also if we wanted to analyze it from a TV perspective as well, it's always going to come off less genuine to me when mm-hmm. someone is doing that because it comes off like they are either trying to save a doom relationship or I need to look better in the eyes of the public. So let me do something that is going to endear us to them. So all yeah, around, I would rather wait a day or two. Bad from a TV and relationship perspective. It's rare when you get both. I feel like it's actually not that rare. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I just like (laughs) anyways. So um, Timmy writes Isaiah a little poem Mm, because Isaiah can't even write his own freaking poem. The steak and the cake. A little steak, a little cake. This is more than just a date. Whipped cream on the plate. Ugh. No. And that was the one positive here is I was like, all right, he does pay attention because he says here's a plate of strawberries and whipped cream, but I think I saw one strawberry on there. It's, it's a plate of whipped no, cream. There, there were strawberries, but when she feeds him, it's mostly strawberry. When he mm. feeds her, it's mostly whipped cream. So I was like, okay, he's learned something. It's like Isaiah took one of those pies from the challenge uh, the other week and just fed her a whipped cream pie. Hey, Jesse worked hard on this plate. I, for the record, would say yes to a whipped cream pie. So um, I'm not shaming. I love whipped cream. I would say no. I hate it, but no, I would make. I would give you a whipped cream pie if it makes. I happy. would appreciate it, especially mm-hmm. because I, I love. Um, so I guess you know we can go back to uh, like Isaiah gets everyone like into this plan. He's going to cook steaks and make the dessert plate. He's so giddy, and Sydney loves this. It's a plate with a steak, some overcooked asparagus, and some potatoes. Oh, no. I like like some overcooked asparagus. I'm not mad at it. But the thing is, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know that they've already eaten at craft services. (laughs) So, like, this plate's not getting touched. 
we're wasting food here. Yeah, and those are some good things to be wasting. Yeah, that looked good. Like, give that to me. <laughs> I'm sure that Ian oh would eat it. <laughs> I would have eaten the potato and asparagus for sure. I would have eaten that full plate and the whipped cream. So, would have been good, but it was just like, I love that he's going through the effort of making her this dinner, but I know this is not getting eaten. Yeah, no, not, not a chance. Like, could you have given me the heads up before we went to craft services? Because this looks better. I would have rather eaten this. I mean, the, yeah, who knows what they were having at craft services. So I never hear complaints about it, but can't imagine it was better than that steak. I mean, my craft services experience is more lunch foods than dinner mm. foods. So I can't really. It is really what it is. And so the thing is, I know that we said like a big gesture like this is not always the right move, mm-hmm. but. Sydney loves this. Yeah, so because Sydney is an adrenaline junkie. She's addicted <laughs> to the anxiety of this relationship. It's so sad. Yeah, I don't know. The whole time she's walking around the path of rose petals, she's like, this is so cute. This is so cute. I love this. Oh my God. And I just think that ultimately, Sydney seems to be someone who is very much about like the acts of service uh you know Mm -hmm. words of affirmation and i think that's what she's getting here and uh she's gonna take it while she can because as we've discussed isaiah's not always the best about it otherwise yeah she loves it and she's like this is the kind of thing you do and he's like yeah for a for a girl i really want to spoil yeah and i'm like (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) not oh yeah he's the kool-aid man and he might be (laughs) he's breaking through those emotional walls they share the same amount of tact so um (laughs) i don't know she loves it she's like you didn't have to do this but like i'm so impressed that you did like okay whatever i'm like ma'am can we at least try to raise the bar yeah maybe he did have to do this and you know what isaiah does try to raise that bar both by asking her to be his girlfriend, which felt like a lot, but also dropping in that poem, and I love you. For real? Yeah. Like, um, a lot. That was, a, it was, it was too much. I, I know that we dropped it once already, but it almost felt that like. That felt like an accident. It slipped out, and let's just move on from there. Like, I do have feelings for you, but like cute like you get it and then this one felt like no i am declaring it (laughs) and this is like um it's like when people are like if we get married we won't have problems anymore if we move in together we won't have problems anymore if we have a baby we won't have problems anymore (laughs) if i become your boyfriend and tell you i love you we won't have problems anymore weird those problems never seem to go away Hmm. I can agree with that. I do think it does give those vibes. So we shall see. Obviously, Sydney says yes. Um, I think it'll last through the villa. I'm trying to. I was really trying to think of what other speed bump we could hit along the way here. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring back the classic UK like lie detector test or anything because if they're looking to stir up drama one last time, I feel like that's probably the only play we have left unless you think of anything else. Love the lie detector test. 
I'm like not mad at them. Why did we get rid of those? I mean, like we yes, we get it. They're not like scientifically sound. Blah blah blah. They're fun for TV. <laughs> Anything else on Love Island is scientifically yeah, sound. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like as if Love Island has ethics or yeah, morals so. behind it. So I don't think the baby day is gonna cause the biggest, you know, blow up. So no, the baby day has gotten so boring to me. It's fine for me, but it has become very samey samey. Like it, exactly. It is super samey. So I'm like at least if they brought in the lie detector, then the drama would be real. And you know what? If anyone's going to bring the lie detector back, it's Peacock, baby. It's true. They know what they're doing. I would I, I would like to see it. I <laughs> would love to see it. There as well. They won't do it at this point, but I did love a thing that they did on Love Island UK uh, is that they had like a game where there were different titles to movies. And if you like got the point on this trivia question, like girls versus boys, you could pick a movie that you wanted to watch and said movies were just like edited clips together of things that went down at Casa Amor. Yes. <laughs> so Give it or to like me. back at the villa. Put an IV into my vein. And it's so fun. <laughs> like US, let's copy it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think US. that's obviously situation dependent um, on this season. We need it. Yeah, I think things I don't know if there would be like enough to support a full game. It would just be like Isaiah over. And I over. mean, but also like not just seeing uh, Jeff making out with Tiger Lily. Yeah, that's true. Back then, it probably could have caused a bigger issue. So, uh, you know, it's definitely way too late in the season now, but for future oh. seasons. No, they could still do it. <laughs> oh man yeah it's a good one but yeah so um tomorrow night we're gonna have a bonfire with the results of the most compatible couple vote and some people will be vulnerable and, and possibly dumped from the island i can't believe we didn't get that yet i cannot literally like why like i know that there was a lot of isaiah and sydney drama but they could have condensed it it's not like we were getting unique drama from them in every conversation i'm wondering if there's just nothing for the tomorrow episode so it made more sense um because like i felt like this episode like yeah maybe we could have squeezed something else in but it was pretty solid in the pacing for me at least so yeah, i'm not mad it would have been nice to have to talk about today, but yeah, it is what I, it is. I just feel like we're getting to the point in the season where like, okay, it's, it's, it's starting to slow down. Please give me something to be excited about. Yeah. Well, we'll have this elimination. We'll have the baby day. We'll have the dates. So I think we're winding down and that's probably yeah. about where we're going. Who do you think we're losing? So I just am, if it's going to be a couple that we lose. Or is it going to be one of from each couple? I think it's going to be one from each of the bottom two couples. Well, then I, the we're losing Joel and Mackenzie. I, I, that is the like chalk pick. I feel like that's what they should do, honestly, because I would yeah. much rather watch um, like Phoebe and Chad stick around like they for a at least longer. are like in a relationship mm -hmm. or at least starting to form something. Yeah, potentially. Like they like each other. Romantically. Yeah. And so if you were to just eliminate either of like the couples that they're currently in, like what does that do? Then we You're just right. have nothing. So then we just have an easy other couple to get dumped very soon. 
Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit counterintuitive this late in the game to like break up a couple because you're not bringing anyone else in. So like, what are they going to do? Match up with each other. But in this case, yes, that's what they're going to do. So. And it would be great. Please give it to us. Yeah. So. Because yeah, I don't at this point, I don't think anyone new is coming in. I don't think I would, you know, I would be floored if anyone else came in. And I think, you know, situation dependent, it calls for it. So. Let's uh, send those singles home. Yeah, let's uh, let's send Mackenzie and uh, Joel home. It, <laughs> it didn't work for them. It's true. Sorry, Mackenzie. I'm bummed. I was excited for her to be back. Maybe season five. Oh my god! They just bring <laughs> Mackenzie back every season. <laughs> she becomes a mainstay. I would not be floored. Do you think we that we again? didn't get the results of the vote because? Sarah Highland was getting married. Mm, no, because I think I still think that it was filmed on the same night as all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, fair, 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 fair. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. So, um, great work as always, Scally. Um, what else are you up to? Uh, if people are are looking to find you in other locations. What else am I up to? Well, I'm on Twitter at Brian underscore Scally, where anything that I'm doing that's out of the normal, I'll definitely at least tweet about over there. Um, I'll also usually be talking about uh, Big Brother, which I'm popping up on every so often over on RHAP. uh, And then the Challenge USA over on the dom and colin podcast uh actually going to get back with matt Lagori to discuss the challenge this week i'll believe so. it when i see it <laughs> it was close to not happening again but seems like it's gonna happen so mm-hmm. it will be fun to hear what he thought about the last couple episodes and uh like i said anything else is on twitter Amazing. And if people are looking for more from me, you can follow me everywhere at Kirsten said what, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten said what um, mess magnets every week with Sasha Joseph talking slub gossip, pop culture, trending topics. This week I had the day off and Sasha and Puya got into the YouTube boxing and a bunch of other topics that'll come out um, around when this episode comes out. Uh, and I will be on the Thursday eviction recap uh, for big brother over on rob has a podcast and bojack Horsepod is still there still a great conversation with Raphael bob Waksberg to listen to and i think mary and i are finally gonna hit the finale of riverdale season six so you can check all that out uh, i'll post it on my twitter and we are getting to the end of the season and there's one more thing that we would love from y'all it is five star ratings and reviews. Please, we only accept five star ratings, anything less, uh, and it doesn't count. Uh, and you can do that over at robhaswebsite.com slash hot dummies. We'll be back later this week to break down the rest of week six, and we will see you then. If you're looking for love, well, you've come to the wrong place. Kirsten and Scally Well they don't know a thing And the men that they cast on this show Are truly a disgrace So we don't care About the love that might be there Yeah we just want to see the drama